Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. Mike H. in for Mark O. Mark will be back tomorrow. I've said it, you know, before, I've said it dozens of times. Whenever I come back to the show and fill in for Mark, uh, ever since leaving, it is really great fun for me to do because basically what I do is I contact buddies of mine that I haven't talked to in way too long and have them on and we just have a public conversation. And in this case, the longtime coach, outstanding TV analyst, Greg Steeman joins us. Greg, how are you? Well, Mike, I'm, I'm doing very well and it's, uh, you, you use some Superlatives that I don't know if I necessarily deserve, but it's always enjoyable to come on the radio and visit with you when uh, when we get a chance to catch up. So thanks for uh, reaching out. Oh, it's my pleasure. First of all, you personally doing good? I am. Yeah, things are doing going very well, and and uh, I've been in the banking world for about a decade, and after stepping out of that uh, to work for Stanford Health for about four years, I jumped back into the banking world. So I've uh, been been enjoying that, and also uh, enjoying a very interesting. Uh, basketball season, both the Northern Sun and the Summit League, you know? <laughs> no question about it. Greg Steeman, the former uh, coach, joins us here on Calling All Sports. Greg, before we get into that, uh, I got to tell you, the beauty of ESPN Plus and cable in general, the other night I had a chance, I'm just going across the, the games, and I came across our old friend Tim Miles coaching out at San Jose State. Yeah. He looks... Yeah. He looks like he's – I only watched for about five minutes, but he still looks like he's having the time of his life on the sidelines. You know what he is, and it, it, it was a neat opportunity. Tim did something that was very um, very unique at that level of college basketball. He agreed to do a home-and-home home with North Dakota State. So uh, Dave Richmond took North Dakota State out to San Jose State on a Monday, and literally one week later, Tim brought his kids back out to Fargo uh, for a, a rematch, and it was great. Tim and I were able to catch up uh, on game day. We w- went and grabbed a bite, to, uh, a bite to eat together, and he is. He, he's thoroughly enjoying it. It's certainly a unique situation. Uh, co- you know, Coach of the Year last season in the Mountain West Conference, which is an exceptionally good basketball league, especially this season. If people look up and down the Ken Palm rankings or even the top 25, there's three or four Mountain West teams in there, and Tim had a very, you know, a historic season for San Jose State last year, um, and San Jose State literally one of the worst programs of the 2000s prior to Tim getting there. So this year doesn't necessarily have the team that he'd like to have yet, but he still puts a very competitive product out there, and, and I think San Jose State's very fortunate to have him. Yeah, no question about it, Greg Steeman. I think, do I remember right, was it like 19 wins last year? I think he got to 21, if Did I'm not he? mistaken. Okay. Might have ended up 21 and 12, or and I'm sorry if I'm off by, right, by one right. or two. Nope. But, but they exceeded 20 wins, yeah. But but to, to put that in perspective, you, you mentioned the fact how bad San Jose State has been. I mean, you win 20 games at San Jose State, they're almost building statues to you, aren't they, Greg? Well, yes, I think... I think once in the 2000s they had a winning record. You know, since 2000, over the past two decades, they had one winning record. It was the expectations were low, and 
Tim was a breath of fresh air for that program, and and I do think that he is he's getting noticed. And and I, you know, I don't know that going back to a Power Five is his ultimate goal. I think he's you know as he continues to gain experience and maturity in the college basketball world, I think there's probably a list of ten to fifteen schools that if the opportunity came up, um, he might pursue something like that. And so. Um, yeah, I, I have a feeling another opportunity will find him, but that's usually what happens is, is the ones that work their tails off and recruit well and, and, and put results in the right, in the proper column, um, usually opportunities find them. Yeah, no question about it. Unfortunately, so did other programs because he lost some folks to the, to the transfer portal, et cetera, but yes. still, you know, yes. that's, that's the nature of the beast. You have some success. People are going to find you, not just the coach, but your players. So Greg Steeman yeah. joins us here on Calling All Sports. Marco is back tomorrow. It's been fun filling in the last few days. All right, we're going to start easy. We're going to start on the Summit League women's side of things because we're at the poll, and SDSU is once again looking more and more like the team to beat on the women's side. Yeah, and that's got to just leave the other coaches in the league scratching their head. I mean, you got a guy who <laughs> lost, you know, Maya Sellen. Um, uh, who's the young lady from Aberdeen gal uh, that played forever for right, um, right, excellent player. Yep, and um, and then two of your key players go down with season-ending injuries before you even start the season. And everybody's out there going, all right, this is our chance. And, and then all they do is just go out and, you know, go get out to a, uh, a one game lead right now or one and a half game lead, whichever one it is. Haven't lost a conference game yet. Playing at a high level has, you know, basically, um, expedited the development of some of his younger kids and, and thrown them into some bigger roles. And they've really kind of grown through baptism by fire. But that's a credit to the talent level that AJ and his staff continue to recruit. They're never going to be short of talent. And I, I don't know if this is your program or somebody else's program. I maintain that Aaron Johnson is a Hall of Fame coach on the women's side. Oh, and I agreed. And, you know, and this is, this is just an example of that. When you consistently recruit a high level, high talent level and you back that up by always having you know, your head coach doing an exceptional job and also surrounding himself with great staff. I just think it's, uh, um, it shouldn't shock anybody. But tonight, this is going to be interesting. And Jory Collins has done a nice job at North Dakota State. And I know that he has seen South Dakota State as the standard on the women's side you know, for, for a long time. And obviously USD is, has certainly acquitted themselves very well also. But this is just an example of it this year where South Dakota State, when people weren't sure, they're back on top right now. But Jory Collins has assembled a, a very good group of talent. They're sitting at, you know, at one loss in the league. Um, L. Evans is a young lady that's playing at a very high level right now for North Dakota State, putting up some very good numbers. Heaven Hamling is a very well-thought-of player in the league. And NDSU went through some unique situation where they had three kids through – and it wasn't even – it was just some a unique set of circumstances. So they're down to, I think, like nine or ten healthy bodies and basically playing everybody right now. And, and through a little bit of um, unique fortune, they've kind of grown closer together as a team, probably in many ways, the same way South Dakota State has. So I think you're going to see two very connected, very talented, 
very high level summer league women's basketball teams going at it tonight. And this is, this is NDSU's opportunity. If they want to prove that they have closed the gap between them and South Dakota state, I think tonight's a pretty key, key opportunity for the Bison. And Greg, remind me if I'm wrong, but uh, because I just plain and simple don't, you know, a pay as much attention as I used to and B, you know, you get to a certain age and some facts fall away. Wasn't Jory mm-hmm. kind of questionable as a hire when he when they, he got that job? Well, I, I don't. You know, in the in the circles I was in, I, I didn't necessarily think that was the case. He was, you know, it's um, you know, the women's side uh, for for guys like AJ and, and Jory. You they, they've. You know, they, they had to interview pretty well to be able to get those opportunities. And I think Jory actually, you know, what he did come to North Dakota State with is he didn't have extensive Division One experience. I think he had only been an, um, an assistant at the University of Kansas for one year. Okay. But he had a long time, long run of success at the Division Two level. So probably not unlike AJ a lot of ways, you know, <laughs> right. before they transitioned. Right. And so Jory has really... Um, uh, improved the talent level for NDSU women's basketball and, and given them uh, an opportunity to be competitive night in, night out. And so I can't speak. I, I guess when I, when he, when he got hired, my personal thought was I thought they made the right hire, but there could have been, you know, thoughts outside of my earshot that maybe weren't as supportive. But I'll tell you what, you can't argue with his performance. He's made NDSU a factor in summer league basketball on the yeah. women's side. And, and, you know, the thing is, a lot of folks around here, and again, for those of you that are, you know, D1 aficionados, pardon me, I'm going to go back to the North Central Conference. North Dakota <laughs> and North Dakota State dominated D2 basketball for a very long time. The history at both of those schools is so rich, Greg. It certainly is. And you know what? I'll, I just, I had lunch with a, I'm still going to call her a young lady that used to play at Sioux Falls O'Gorman. Um, she currently goes by the name Jane Gus, but oh. Jane even. <laughs> right. Who was a big part yeah. of that run of success. Uh, one of Jory's assistants uh, used to be known as Jamie Berry from Watertown. <laughs> and, so I remember watching those individuals play, and, and you know, to be honest with you, I think back in that day, I think UND women and NDSU women were probably similar level to a lot of Division One programs at that time. No question. Uh, the, the manner in which they could recruit talent. And, you know, Nancy Niebuhr at South Dakota State wasn't far behind, and then when A.J. took over that program before they went Division One and found a way to win a Division Two national title, um, South Dakota State was right there. They were knocking on the door. But um, you're right. That's who dominated back in the day. And things have certainly changed over the course of time. And all of a sudden, you have SDSU and USD have been wearing the mantle now for the past decade or so. Right. And and by the way, going back to Jory, too, that, that resume sounds an awful lot like Don Plitzelite. And that seemed to have worked out okay for everybody yeah. involved, huh? For everybody is right. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you what, when they made that hire at the University of Minnesota, I said people don't know, people in, in the Twin Cities don't know how good of a coach they got. And uh, she's certainly proving that out. And wait you know, wait to see what she's able to do when she's able to you know, kind of stock the shelves of the University Women's Basketball Program with some high-level talent. Um, you're going to be looking at some impressive results. 
Greg Steeman joins us, former coach, outstanding TV analyst. You're listening to Calling All Sports. All right, so on the men's side of the Summit League, what in the wide, you know, to quote Slim Pickens in, in Blazing Saddles, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on there? We're going to have a fun tournament in March, aren't we, Greg? You're darn right we are. And, and it is going to come down to who matches up with who, who is as healthy as they can possibly be heading into Sioux Falls. Um, it's, it is the, the perfect example of the Summit League is this. The first Summit League game of the year, St. Thomas goes up to the University of North Dakota on the men's side. And at halftime, St. Thomas is up 41 to 14 in Grand Forks. <laughs> and about three and a half weeks later, UND goes down to St. Thomas and basically leads wire to wire and gets a win on St. Thomas' home floor. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, the only way I'd, I would bet on games is if I was collecting your paycheck, Mike, <laughs> and, and betting your money. Because I looked at the four games today. You got North Dakota at USD. And USD, even though they've only won two games, they won at Fargo. Yep. When North Dakota State was playing pretty well. And they beat St. Thomas on their home floor when St. Thomas was either tied for first or near the top of the league. And I think St. Thomas is a very good team. And they lost a heartbreaker at Denver. Right. A double overtime heartbreaker. And I think USD has as much room for growth as anybody just because I think they have as much roster turnover as anybody. They found one or two key contributors. I think that team's going to keep getting better and better. And then at the same time, they're in the bottom of the bottom of the standings. North Dakota is the hottest team in the league with four straight wins. I have no idea who's going to win that game. <laughs> North, Dakota, North Dakota State is South Dakota State. The money will be on South Dakota State, and it's. A, I still think, and I, South Dakota State was my pick in the preseason. Um, I think they returned the, the, the most experienced. The, the, yeah, the most experienced. I think they re- returned the most depth of talent. And I think they return the most balance of talent. When you look at their bigs and their perimeters, getting Matt Mims back has taken them to a, a new level of execution and, and allowed them to not have to play guys 38 minutes a game. And so um, I think they're still the favorite, although Dave Richmond, that's another program with right. 22 Summit League wins. <laughs> They've got – they have the ability – if they go down and defend at the level they need to, which is what Dave Richmond usually has his teams doing by the end of the season, they've still got some work to do. It won't surprise me a bit to see them take this thing to the wire and have a chance to win it. I, I mean, I, they have good talent. They've got some uh, good depth with their bigs. They've started to um, play with two bigs at the same time on occasion and try to more effectively utilize their talent. I, still th- I think it's going to be a great environment in Frost Arena tonight. It always is when these two teams hook up. Um, it would take a great effort by North Dakota State, but it's not out of the question. I still think South Dakota State's favorite. Well, and and I was listening to Tyler Merriam on the uh, Jackrabbit show on Monday night with Eric Henderson, and I, Tyler brought up a remarkable stat. It's like in the last 10 or 12 NDSU state games, the total <laughs> point differential is like 15 or 17 points. It's just ridiculous yeah. how close those games have been. Well, it, it really is, and they're two styles. They, they, you know, these those two teams, and, and it's not a surprise when you look at the teams that have played most often in the Summit League Championship game, you know, the Summit League Championship Tournament game. These two teams have been dominating. ORU might be closing the gap a little bit, but North Dakota right. State and South Dakota State, there's not a close third. There's a reason for that. And the style of play, 
um, the things they emphasize, the, the talent that they're able to put on the floor and compete against each other. There's a reason for that, and Dave Richmond and Eric Henderson uh, have a lot to do with the success of both those programs. Yeah, and those guys both such great friends also. I think they were on the same staff a couple of times yeah. together. and. And uh, so, yeah, so that's going to be a fun one in, in Frost. Greg Steeman joins us here. We're talking college hoops on Calling All Sports. I, okay, we've got a few minutes left for the NSIC, and I'm going to ask you specifically, what's gotten into Augustana? Because they were at best disappointing. I'm, I'm going to go with the phrase disappointing. And now all of a sudden, six wins in a row. That uh, Billiter, again, Billiter can coach a little, right, Greg? I got right again. There's a reason, you know, that Augustana's success, you know, didn't happen by accident just with Tom Billiter sitting there. He does a heck of a job. And, and, and nobody knows better what buttons to push after a while. And, and sometimes all it takes is, you know, sometimes that adversity, there's no reason for it, but you can't find, you know, it's like trying to fight your way out of a wet paper bag after a while. It's just like you get frustrated and then you just go, Hey, let's, maybe we're thinking too much. Let's just do the little things. Let's play hard. Let's defend. Let's let, let's play our tail off for our teammates. Let's play, you know, make the extra pass. Let's do the little things, and let's see if the winning starts taking care of itself. And it wouldn't shock me at all if that's kind of what's happened with Augustana. And the last thing anybody in the Northern Sun wants to see is a hot Augustana team, <laughs> you know, heading into February and into March. And um, credit Tom Builder for doing it. And he's doing it in a league that has the has that has had the, the NCAA Division II number one ranked team in the country two different times. Right. And, you know, Minnesota State Moorhead, <laughs> Minnesota State Mankato. Minot's having a great season. Um, there are some teams that are dangerous, but um, Augustana is always, I think, uh, a team that has to be reckoned with when it comes to postseason play in the Northern Sun Conference. And, and again, on the uh, strictly from a talent and competitive level, that men's side of the NSIC tournament, I know, but it's 1st of February, we can start talking tournaments. That's going to yeah. be just incredible to watch, too. I agree with you. I, um, Brad Bigler brought his team up to, to, you know, the Southwest Minnesota State team up to Minnesota State Moorhead. I had a chance to go watch that. When Minnesota State Moorhead had just earned the number one ranking, and Brad's got a nice group, and, and they have... Uh, I think they went to, went into overtime. They ended up missing three of their last four free throws and ended up losing, I think, by two. You know, and he, so he's got a team that's good enough to beat anybody on any, any given night in the league as well. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch, just like all those postseason tournaments are. But like you say, there's no clear cut favorite uh, in either league this season. No question. Well, Greg, I always appreciate the time. I appreciate the insight, and uh, it's great catching up as well. I'm really glad this worked out, and I'll try not to make it to another year and a half or so that we talk, but uh, uh, but I never know. You know, I only fill in when Oven and has gone, so... Uh, who, of course, he'll be playing golf soon. So, well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He will. Well, Mike, I'm always grateful for the opportunity just to visit with you. I love what you do down there, and and uh, I look forward to our paths crossing and ta- crossing and having a chance to visit again. Okay, I look forward to it. Hopefully, at the Summit League tournament. Sounds good, my friend. All right, great. Thanks, Greg. Greg Steeman joining us here on Calling All Sports. It's so insightful, and uh, you know. And again, that list of guys that he went through as far as coaches, look at how many of those guys have been around so long. Again, that has a lot to do with their success as well. 
have a friend that had LASIK surgery, advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-10. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points. And when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors, and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. The President's Day sale has arrived at Ashley. It's your chance to take home hot buys starting at just $2.99 or take home designer looks for as low as $5 a month with long-term financing. Plus, enjoy free no-hassle delivery to make your home shopping even easier. Save up to $700 on name brand sleep like Purple Mattress, Tempur-Pedic, and more. All these and more are waiting for you this President's Day only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and Comfort King. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. Again, Mark is uh, is back tomorrow, and I'm never sure when, you know, when he's going to need me, but I'm always delighted. It, it's great fun. I'm so appreciative of all of our guests this week that, that take the time, and really, all of the guests that, you know, go on with Ovenden and stuff over the course of 
Coming up on 14 years, all of the guests that we have had, they have been so gracious with their time, and it's great catching up. And uh, nice to hear the feedback, too. An awful lot of you are very, very kind about uh, the fact that I'm back on, and I appreciate that. Some of you aren't, <laughs> and frankly, I, I kind of appreciate that, too. It means you're tuning in, so I got no problem with that. I'm old enough to not care, you know. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, good to hear from folks and good to hear from, from our guests. And I also want to remind you, you can still get a few copies of first-person legendary South Dakota sports stories. It's a series of long-form interviews that I did with various uh, coaches and athletes and officials in the state of South Dakota and uh you know, uh, many of them in the book are no longer with us. So I'm very glad that I got those done when I did. And you can go to sportsmaxradio.com to order that book. I still have a few copies, or you can find it on Amazon and download it. Uh, if you're a, uh, you know, Kindle type of person, that'd be great too. And I am working on a new music book project and a couple of other things as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike Henriksen and we'll keep you posted. In the meantime, thanks to Mark for asking me to fill in. It is always a ball. It's great to hear from you and thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Planning and Corporate Office Remodel, Trust D.